Good day, good day. I hope everybody's blessed and balanced. You already know what it is. James and I, we and this guy. So um, let's jump into it without any delay. The question came up just from, you know, banter of relationships. <laughs> men, women, women, men are platonic relationships between opposite sex, assuming they're heterosexual. Is it a possibility? Is it a myth? Steve Harvey has some thoughts about this, and we've seen lately there's been a lot of uh, focus on his daughter in the rap community, so maybe he shouldn't, who knows, right? Some people may have saw it as a challenge. <laughs> I'm gonna just be friends with Lori Harvey. But um, anyhow, some people may not know what I'm talking about. But uh, I don't know what you're talking about there. <laughs> I don't know any context on that. All right, so basically, there was kind of this string of different rappers talking about wanting to, you know, engage in coitus with Lori Harvey. Oh, okay. Uh, apparently, Future. Because of because of that that Harvey clip that went viral about him talking about how men and women can't, not because of that clip that was me being funny that it was like people took it as a challenge, um, but no, nah, I think just because apparently she's bad, I can't even tell you what she looked like. Couldn't tell you either. Yeah, no idea who. I didn't even know he had a daughter. Yeah, man, Lori Harvey apparently Future already hit her, and uh, there was a song from a couple of years ago where Meek was talking about that's all he wanted for Christmas or something. <laughs> So Future got there first, apparently. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, okay. I feel like that might be an important phone call. But um, hmm. we will proceed forward. So, yeah, man. Can men and women have platonic relationships? This sh I, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go I was ahead. just going to say, for the record, I firmly believe they can. But there must be a lot of honesty about the situation. Yeah. I was going to say short answer, yes. Long answer, <laughs> yeah. it's motherfucking complicated. Yeah. But it can happen. It cannot happen if you're not willing to communicate with that person and also if you happen to be in a romantic relationship with somebody else. If you cannot communicate about that relationship to that person, then no, they cannot happen. Yeah, bro. You might just, shit, we done. Like That's, that's it. That's it. Those are the two rules. <laughs> communicate with the friend. Communicate with your partner. Um, but all seriousness, like, you know, I was in a relationship prior um, and then the one I'm in now. And there was definitely, you know, some, um, some mixed energy around my relationships with other women. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, granted, early on in that relationship, I sent a picture of my dick to some chick on Snapchat. And uh, so that was classified as cheating. I'm not saying it wasn't, but there's levels to this shit. And uh, that was the level I cheated on. And so, um, you know, that gave her some context for distrusting me down the road. I'm just trying to, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? All my I learned something about there. you new every time we get on here. Yeah, yeah man. The temptation got me. Uh, she claimed there was some shorty I met downtown in Athens. And I, her number was in my phone. I still to this day feel like I got set up by this uh, other chick that I was dealing with earlier on in college because she, 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 she would be prone to do some goofy shit like that. But um, that's neither here nor there. I'm simply making the point that in that relationship, there was more justification than in most for somebody maybe mm. being a little bit hesitant of me having a bunch of female friends, and that was her justification. Yeah. Right? Uh, but assuming you've never sent your dick to anybody um, and that you've never gone down that cheating route, I think that the only time that you'll really see people be uh, against their, their partners being in a, having a friend of the opposite sex is if they don't trust them or if they actually don't trust themselves. And so then they project what they might do 
with a friend of the opposite sex onto their partner, and then they judge them accordingly because maybe they would cheat. And I think that's an interesting point that you make because I think that a lot of things, so for example, uh, not most recent relationship, one before that, uh, it was stated many, 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 many times that I was a cheater and I was this and I was that and I was doing this, that, and the other. Uh, when in fact, when rubber met the road, who cheated wasn't your boy, <laughs> was her. <laughs> was her, not me. But it's interesting because the projections that came through day in, day out was, you shoot big booty girls. You shoot half-naked women. And by shooting, I mean taking photos of. If you haven't realized that I've done that, then I don't know where you've been or what rock you've been <laughs> under. Um, but it's even classy. So, like, come on. But <laughs> yeah. the uh, <laughs> my uh, that romantic partner who, you know, goodness lover, I hope she's doing well, legitimately. Uh, it was her birthday more recently. Um, I, I just found that it was kind of interesting that every relationship that I had that was platonic, that was with a woman that I had known far before I'd ever met her, mm-hmm. that I hadn't slept with, that I was friends with, that I supported, that I, I showed up when they needed something and they did the same for me, was called into question. And it, Honestly, when it all came down to it is because she, she was engaging in behavior that was not prudent to be engaging in when you're in a relationship. So call it what you want. Like Savon said, there's levels to this shit. You know, sending a dick pic is cheating. Blowing somebody is probably cheating. Uh, Some other things are probably cheating. Like, come on, guys. Uh, Girls and everyone else. um, There's... There's levels to this, but there's also, there's a necessity for communication, okay? We've talked about in other other relationship episodes that you can be in an open relationship. You can be in a flow, what a flow exploration. Mm. You can be poly. You can be in a lot of places, intentionally single. You could be monogamous. I mean, different flavors for different people wanting different things. However... A fundamental piece of all those is the communication. Okay, so regardless of what situationship you're in, you got to communicate for real. Look, and and Savon might have brought up a point that some people might uh might need or might be in something closer to an open relationship so that they're not cheating. Yeah, and I think that that there's a lot of wisdom there because like. I think that's when it comes back to, and once again, another, <laughs> we need like a mission statement for 8020, but we talk about self-awareness a lot. People got to be self-aware on how they are in relationships. What do they need? And a lot of this can even come back to what you didn't have as a child informing <laughs> how you behave as you get older, right? Uh, and so with that being the case, you'll often find men, women will get into a relationship They'll call it monogamous, knowing damn well they've cheated on everybody they ever been with. It's mm. people like that. It, I was going to throw one of my niggas under the bus. I ain't even going to do it. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Might be someone that watches this podcast. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some people cheat. Some people cheat a lot. I'm just say that. And There's levels to it. There's levels to it. Um, and so if somebody, let's say it was a person with a high, a high quantity, right, a high incidence rate of cheating, they should maybe take a bit of time to even step back and maybe they don't know the open relationships are a thing or that they can have a relationship underneath the terms that make the sense for that 
those individuals in that relationship so that they can skirt around any of the fallout from cheating because that shit can destroy a relationship, obviously, right? But a lot of times the reason it destroyed the relationship is because it feels like the highest violation of trust. However, if one then laid it out at the onset, or you could do this at any point along the journey of the relationship and say, okay, look, honestly, this is my perspective. This is how I feel. These are my wants, needs, and desires. What say you? And maybe that means that, you know, you heard of these phrases of a hall pass or just these different parameters. Open does not necessarily mean that, all right, expect your partner to be fucking a different person every day of the week, right? But the idea, the concept that you all can still remain committed, loving each other, right? That might mean y'all live with each other, all the different ways it could play out, but that there also might be a situation where your partner engages with somebody else, right? And then once again, people can put these different rules on it however they want it to be, you know, but ultimately that can never happen. That step will not be uh, achieved if there's a lack of communication. And if you feel uncomfortable communicating your wants, needs, and desires to your partner, maybe that's not the right partner for you. Y'all have a lot more work to do so that there is a feeling of safety in communicating that. Uh, but also, if you're on the receiving end of it, you know, you have to understand, and it's a challenge, that you can't take things personally, right? Because at the end of the day, the way I assess it, if a person in the relationship is coming to you trying to communicate that information, they're doing it because they do care about you and they don't want to violate that trust. And either it's one of two things, either their desires are so extreme that they feel like they're going to violate it at some point and they want to get in front of it, or they are trying to maybe breathe life into the relationship or keep it going because for some people, you know, it's like, I don't know if you've ever done this for yourself, but um, running how long people stay in relationships. Or like, let's say that same example I gave of people who, who cheated on everybody they've been with. What if that only happens once they're a year in, once they're two years in? Because at that point, maybe they needed the excitement. They needed the novelty. Mm. So then this, I bring that up just so that people can really try to really take a, a blueprint approach to how they behave and operate and what their relationship is structured like so that they can create the most it's hospitable environment for that relationship to thrive. Because what you don't want to do is create a situation where now there is this thought, oh, we're in a relationship, so now you are fucking somebody new every day. And it's like, ah, oh, that wasn't what this was supposed to achieve. And now that winds up crashing and burning the relationship as well. So, you know, it's like back to the idea of platonic relationships just because a man spends time with a woman and vice versa does not mean that they're going to be, you know, fucking each other. Doing it in the back of the car. Like, come on, guys. <clears throat> I think it's interesting. I spend, platonically, I spend probably out of the people that I know, like, close to me, I spend the most time platonically with women, whether I'm in a relationship romantically or not. Now, I was having a conversation with AJ about this the other day because it does put me in a position where there's more nuance usually from my friends, my, my <laughs> friends that are women, their partners. Uh, there's a little bit of nuance there because there's insecurity that's being projected. There's lack of trust, maybe because of someone that 
that has done something to them in a relationship or they've done to somebody else in a relationship in a similar situation. Uh, but I will say that if you do want, if you do find benefit, and we both find benefit, if you do want platonic friends of the opposite sex and you're heterosexual, it will come with a little bit of nuance. It will come with a little bit of abrasion. It will come with sometimes some people getting their panties in a wad, men and women, yeah. about you spending time with who they feel is theirs. But that kind of goes back <laughs> to this, too. You're not anyone's property, you stupid ass. Talk that shit. You're not. You're not anyone's property. And no man or no woman has domain over your autonomy. And if you let them, that's on you. Slippery slope, too. And if you think that because you're in a, you, you've exchanged vows, you know what the divorce rate is in the United States? No, man, don't break their hearts. Get the dog. hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. You're not anyone's property, plain and simple. So you do not, it is important to understand the emotions, and the emotions are valid of your partner being potentially worried about you having a conversation or consistently seeing someone every week or twice a month or every month or going off and doing whatever with them. Sit there, but communicate. There might be a reason. You might uncover the reason why they feel that way. Can I throw out one of the main reasons I could see that yeah, being yeah, an yeah. issue? If the person, so I'm going to just use the first person. If I go out and I want to spend time with a female friend of mine, mm -hmm. if I begin to prioritize them more highly than my partner, they got every right to be pissed off. Now, granted, that's a big statement because maybe you prioritize somebody higher for a day, mm. right, when they really need so you. what kind of prioritization are we talking about here? So what I mean is a chronic prioritization, mm. right? Chronic meaning it is a repeat action. Habitual. Habitual. Yep. Every week you're spending more time with this friend of yours than your partner every month. And so if you have this long protracted history of giving more attention, more love, more focus to your friend than you do your partner, I, I, that makes a lot more sense of why your partner could be rubbed the wrong way and not really want that to be the case. But once again, to your point, you're nobody's property. But even though these friendships are platonic, in my opinion, you still almost have to view it and manage it almost as if, and this may sound kind of crazy, like these are different partners of yours, right? Uh, I had a buddy of mine. Did you just say that would make you sound crazy? Yeah, because you it's don't almost, sound crazy. It's like from that polygamy standpoint yeah. of like, okay, I got 10 wives. I can have 10 wives as long as I can feed them all, clothe them all, make them all happy, right? We know some people that feel that way. <laughs> yeah, definitely do. <laughs> and, uh, and I ain't saying that's wrong, man. Hey, different stuff for different folks. But I think that's one of the big hurdles that if, if, if the partner who feels like they're being neglected for this friend of yours, if they don't even realize that that is the feeling that they are, that sensation that they have, how can they communicate it so that the other person can understand it? But going into it, that is one of those things you've got to be more sensitive, more aware of is, okay, how am I managing my energy, my time, my prioritization of these important people in my life? And just because, you know, your partner is very important shouldn't mean that other people can't be important too. Right. And uh, and another thing I was going to throw out is that I think people will be shocked at how often like let's say somebody had like a cheating background. Right. Mm -hmm. Or they felt like that was a feeling that they had to fight down. You might feel that urge way less if you just spent more time with platonic friends of the opposite sex so that you still got that energy. I mean, full disclosure, I had a conversation not that long ago. With my partner just communicating, not because I felt like I needed to be physically with any other woman, 
but it was this feeling of like, I need to be around other women. Because like, I just, I need some of that energy. My mom, I didn't spend a lot of time with my mom as a child. She was gone, da, 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 you know, trauma. But at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, trauma. <laughs> <laughs> end of the day, I didn't have mommy's titty around me. So it made me want to have more feminine energy in my life. Nothing and, wrong with feminine energy. Right? That's been a theme. And so historically, I've had platonic friends in high school dudes who be like, bro, damn, bro, it's crazy. You fatting, you know, you fucking the big booty white chick. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not, though, bro. I'm really not. She does have a big booty, yes, but I'm not fucking her. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I just think that those are some things people got to keep in mind is that on one hand, it's probably only going to be a problem if you do have a history of cheating or you're prioritizing chronically that other friend more than you are your partner. And... On the flip, having relationships platonically with opposite sex people could actually strengthen your relationship. And it could put you in a position where you don't act like Steve Harvey and say that the only thing that you can do with women is procreate. Right. The only thing you can do is be in a romantic relationship where you're sticking what you have in what they have. That's ridiculous. Women are not the value of their body. You can have relationships with women, very healthy, beneficial to both parties, mutualistic relationships with women as a straight man that do not go into the out-of-bounds play, that do not go into grabbing a boob or anything like that or anything escalated from there. It is okay, and I would encourage you to figure out who those people in your life that you want to spend time Mm -hmm. with those people in your life that you want to spend 40 time and with. slip, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I just said there, but um, figure out who those people are and then prioritize time with them. Again, be mindful of your partner if you have one. If you don't, guess what? The world's your fucking oyster. Spend time with who you want to spend time with. I promise you that you having more feminine energy in your life, if you are truly leaning more masculine in your life as well, will balance you out. You will feel much better being around different energy that's polarized in the opposite direction uh, that balances you. I mean, it's something that there's big benefit to having. Just the same, without the communication, all of this that we've just talked about goes out the window. If you don't communicate what someone means to you to that partner, if you don't communicate to that person that's a friend what that partner means to you and where the boundaries are and where the lines in the sand are, you're kind of doomed to fail. If you just think that it's just going to work itself out, Mm -hmm. uh, it's a little bit too nuanced for that. Yeah. And the the subtlety behind if it was a pre-existing relationship or a relationship that that came about after you've already been with your partner, I think that second one is what gives people more pause because it's just like, well, how you meet this bitch? Uh, you know, all this other stuff. And so, uh, you know, just keeping all this stuff in mind, once again, being very aware of all of the factors and variables around the situation yeah. so that you can be a good steward of your intentions, why this other person is valuable to you or why you value that relationship. Because it's like in all fairness, if, if, if your partner were to ask you, why does this girl matter? And you can't give an answer. Shit, that, that, that's quite revealing. You know what I mean? Not that you have to justify yourself, but if you haven't already done that work and figured out what is the value of this person being in your life, you know, then, uh, and that's something you should really do for everybody in your life. And it's interesting you go there because that is, 
I wish that I would have done that. The reason that I do spend the time that I do with friends and continue to pour in day in, day out, month in, month out, uh, and don't sacrifice that for any romantic partner is because at one time I did. At one time I did let a girlfriend of mine put me in a situation where I chose her over my friends. And I chose her in an ultimatum, in an absolute, her or them. And the people that she wanted me to drop were women, not men. Yes, some partners get, you can get jealous of anyone spending over-indexing time to, to anybody else. However, in this case, it was somebody, and it's been years, okay? So for anybody listening to this, <laughs> it is not a recent relationship. It's been years. However, I vowed to myself that I would never do it again because I still to this day kick myself that I didn't prioritize, I did not follow through with my word that I gave this woman because I did value her friendship. I did. But I said it with my mouth and I didn't have my actions follow. And that person to this day is still not in my life, wants nothing to do with me. I've had an interaction to try to get back in touch, wants nothing to do with me. Probably will never want anything to do with me based on principle and I can't look to anyone but myself. Because I was offered a chance to pick A, B, or produce C and say, okay, well, actually, the healthy balance here is we stay together, if you'd like this, with this caveat of me still having this friend that I'm not going to drop because you want me to because it makes you insecure. We can have a conversation. We can get together all together. I can introduce you. Like We can do whatever mm-hmm. to make this work. But I didn't set my own ego on fire and slide into a place where I tried to make it work, I simply just said, okay, ultimatum, my romantic partner that is fulfilling me in more ways than just energy, here we are, okay, I'm gonna take that. I regret it. I don't regret having that relationship, but I do regret casting away someone that would probably in this day and time be a close friend of mine. Because even when the context changed with the person I started dating, and I started dating them exclusively, and I wasn't hanging out with that other person, very often, it was still, uh, hey, I want to be in your life, James. I would love to be in your life. And it came out of my mouth. And I, I didn't think that I was lying at the time. But I was like, I, I won't drop you. You're a very close friend of mine. I won't drop you. And I went back on my word. And ever since then, you can ask anyone I've dated since then, mm. I've been very upfront. There are individuals in my life that I will not sacrifice anything for. You will go before they go. Call it a fault, call me crazy, call it stupid, call me, I can't, you can't sacrifice, James, you got to sacrifice for your partner. Cool. You're going to be the <laughs> sacrifice. You are going to be the sacrifice. If, it come, if push comes to shove, I'm not giving up those relationships. They've existed before you. They'll probably exist after you if you have that kind of attitude. So we're going to keep it moving. You can have friends heterosexually of the opposite sex, you absolutely can, but the foundation of that is communication. Your partner will probably not be comfortable right off the bat with it, regardless of when you met that person. That's fine. Those emotions are valid. Introduce them. Provide an environment that's conducive for them to get to know one another, to maybe have a relationship. Really important. I'm glad you said that. Outside of, and that's something I could also do better at in the future with people that I'm seeing and the friends in my life. I need to introduce them. I need to provide space for them to meet each other. And then that romantic partner make 
They have that direct line if they want yeah. to because then it doesn't feel like you're living these double lives. Yes. I'm like, why do I never see them? Or where are their friends at? Oh, no. Well, you got the girl now, McCalla. Come yeah. on, have drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I think that that's a failure on my part because I could have done that in the past or I could have tried to do that in the past. More recently, I could have tried to do that. I mean, legitimately, I've got no, I've got no gripes with anyone but myself. I mean, my lack of communication is what has ruined relationships. Nobody else's. When I got cheated on, I believe that I could have preempted that with more communication mm. to figure out that someone was not satisfied. Mm. Oh, man, that communication a motherfucker, boy. It can be great. It can be terrible. But because it can be polarized, <laughs> it is wonderful. Yeah, you know, it can go left, it can go right. right. It can go up, it can go down. I mean, goodness. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know if you'd say the same. I'd encourage you to go, to go get that balance of energy. If you're heavy masculine, find that balance. It doesn't need to be in your romantic partner. Uh-huh. Alone. Yeah. You can find it other places. Don't restrict yourself to just same-sex friends because you're afraid of what you're going to do when the lights turn off or you're walking in an alley or you're in a bar when no one else is around. Look, Prove to yourself that that person is a friend. Prove to yourself that you can respect people and value them more than their body. Mm -hmm. Other benefits on top of that, when you know that the established boundaries keep it platonic, you can look to that person as a more neutral uh, informant as to your own energy and behavior from the viewpoint more closely aligned to your partner's. Right. If I'm a guy and I go get advice from my homies about my relationship, they're going to give me advice as guys. How can I get a woman's perspective if there are no other women in my life? How women are restricted a- to just just the energetic <laughs> probability that they're romantic or they're, they're nothing. You know, and so it's like I just think the whole world would be better off for it because then even when people meet each other, there's more of an understanding like, hey, Maybe I did catch your eye because you were pretty. Maybe I catched your eye because your laugh or your, your energy, whatever. But me coming up, introducing myself, wanting to get to know you is not step one of fucking you. That's a thing. Like, all roads don't lead to the bedroom. And I think it's just so hard for people to believe that because of what they have experienced, what is common in culture and how people do tend to meet at the watering holes, you know. And it's like, eventually that has to change and who's going to change that other than individuals, people. And end of the day, it's a communication situation. It's a communication solution. Yeah. Something needs to happen. And we can both get better at communication, too, in our own, in our own uh, relationships when we have them. You know, I think that uh, I've got oodles and oodles to grow, for sure. But I think that I'm in a much better position knowing that I have space to grow than not being aware that I'm where I'm at, you know? Agreed. I don't know. That's not a very nice way to put that. It's, it's, it's it kind of just— man. Not everything can be a hot take quotable, man. Just here we go. Just straight to the point. I mean, that's, that's that. And I think that uh, we will probably revisit this from a different angle again in the future. <laughs> um, I would actually like to probably try this combo as well, uh, bringing a woman on the podcast. Oh, and seeing how that. Have to, bro. 
See how to. that goes. So if you're interested and you hear this, feel free to uh, DM either myself or James. Uh, feel free to leave a comment on the YouTube, but the easiest way to get a hold of us would be to shoot a DM either to Savon Springer, the James M, or uh, James Gillespie. James M. Gillespie is probably going to be the easiest. That's the one that I'm on most frequently. But, but yeah, hit us up. We'd love to uh, set some up because we are uh, going on an interview spree. So if you're interested, if you've ever wanted to be one of the two, <laughs> yeah, seriously, let us know. We'd love to set something up. Uh, we are opening up the oyster to the world. So thank y'all for joining us today. Uh, we appreciate your time as always. This full length is available everywhere where you can stream. It's available on YouTube and uh, you can also find us on social media. So we appreciate all of the love and support and we'll holler at y'all very soon. Thank y'all.